This is the Anything Goes with Jackson Neal podcast. Welcome back to Anything Goes. I'm Jackson Neal. Today, episode number 116 with someone who I love to have on the podcast. It's his second time coming on, and it's for his brand new album, Still. Of course, I'm talking about AJ Banksy. Had an awesome, awesome conversation with him about this project. Before we jump into that though, wanna remind everyone to rate and subscribe to this podcast on your favorite platforms. It comes out every Tuesday and Thursday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube, basically wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find this one. So make sure to go out and subscribe to that. Also, this interview has a video component. I did this over a Skype call with AJ. So if you wanna check out the cool video part, go down to the link in the show notes, and there you can check out the video portion of this interview as well. So as I mentioned, AJ just released his brand new album, Still. He did it alongside producer Mike Abstract, and it was the first time the two had ever worked together, and they came out with this really, really awesome sounding project. AJ explained that, you know, a lot of times in music, you make songs or, or albums for either that really high moment in your life or that really low moment in your life. And that this project is somewhere for some that time in between that time when you're just kind of still going about each and every day and still going through uh, that the hopes for you to get to that that higher point. So we talked about this project, that whole theme aspect, uh, all the things that kind of inspired him, the, the movie soundtrack, the little movie soundbite to hear throughout it. So it was a really, really fun conversation I had with AJ and let's jump right into it. So uh, when exactly did you start working on this album? Ah oh, man. Um so we actually recorded uh me and me and Mike the uh the dude who produced the whole album. We started recording I want to say in like August of 2018. Cause he had actually hit me up right after the second son video dropped on elevator. And he was like, bro, let me send you beats like yada, yada, yada. So I was like, I bet, you know, like send him through. And then, um, I heard the, uh, the beat for supersonic, which I sent you the video for that song. I heard that beat and I was like, wait, like this kid is like, this, he's like, this is something, man. So I took a step back and, um, we started working on that song. Like I said, probably like towards the end of August early September. And then um, I hit him up and I was like, oh, let's just do a whole project, man. Like, I'm really feeling this. Yeah. So that's, that's how we started. Okay. Cause, yeah. I noticed that he was the producer for this whole thing. And that's, so you guys met through that way and Supersonic was the first thing you heard by him? Yeah. He, that was the first beat. Cause like I said, he wanted to, he hit me up after the second son video dropped and was like, let me send you like a beat pack or whatever. So he sent me like three beats and it's crazy. Cause I actually slept on that Supersonic beat at first. I was like, he sent me three beats. I listened to him. I was like, all right, these are cool. But I don't I think because I had just finished the It Gets Deeper project, like I wasn't really in the mind state to like make music right then and there. Mm-hmm. So I kind of slept on him for a little bit. I was like, eh, I mean, it was cool. I'll come back and listen to it later. But like the second time I went and listened to Supersonic, I was like, wait, no, it's like this is crazy. <laughs> this is crazy. So yeah, that's all right. So what about him, I guess, what about his production made you think, okay, let's do a whole project together, not just one track? You know, honestly, Supersonic kind of reminded me a little bit of Second Son, just like the the cadence of the beat, like the catchiness of it. And I think when I ended up like when I wrote to it and like finally sat down and like structured it out and everything and like 
saw how fire the song was, I was like, okay, well, let me see what else he has. Like, if this is, you know what I mean? Like, if this is the first thing he's sending me, like, if I can tap into this and, like, you know, really get him working and stuff like that, like, and it's crazy because um, he's uh, he's in, like, a, a band or, like, an orchestra, like, at his school. He's a young dude, young dude, still in high school. Um, so he just has, like, a like music theory and stuff like that. Um, it's something that he already has, like, the knowledge of. So then working with someone like that who already, you know, like, knows that side of, like, music, you're always going to be at an advantage. You see what I'm saying? So it's like I really wanted to, like, you know, tap into all the skills that he had and then, you know, of course, bring my bring my um, kind of twists and stuff to it. Uh, yeah, bro, I, I think – we're dangerous. We're dangerous. Uh, we're dangerous little pair. I'll say that. Yeah, definitely. And that, that whole music theory thing. I mean, I was at an, had an interview recently where the producer was telling me just how important that is and how sometimes it gets overlooked nowadays. We just think, really? oh, you can just go on your computer and make something. Right. No, there's a lot that goes into a song. <laughs> <laughs> like, like absolutely. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I actually like, you know, he's he's young. Like I said. Um, but he, you know, I, I didn't go into it trying to do, like, the big bro type of thing and, like, you know, basically trying to force him in a certain direction. I was like, bro, teach me. Like, you know what I mean? Teach me the placement of different things. Like, okay, the hi-hats need to go here to bring out this element of, like, this, this, and that. Like, I was learning during the whole process, you know what I mean? Because I'm, I'm a really dope writer, but, like, I want to learn other pieces of, you know, the whole process, too. So, yeah, I mean, I had him teaching me all kinds of stuff. So with these, with the production, did he had the supersonic beat before, you know, you had met him. Uh, How about the other things? Did you guys kind of craft the project together or or was it a lot of just like stuff you already had that you just, you just liked? Nah, um, it was a lot of uh, trial and you asked really great questions, bro. It was a lot of trial and error. Um, Like he would send me something, let's say it was like uh, basic, just had like the drums, the melody, whatever, whatever. And I would be like, eh, like, this is cool, but, like, you could probably go harder. This is cool, like, by itself, but it won't fit into, like, this whole concept that I'm drafting up, like, in my head or, like, what I want the project to sound like. So my biggest thing, and I remember telling him this, was, like, we got to make the we got to make the the production build upon itself like for the album like i want this beat to transition smoothly into like this and i need this sound to follow after this so he would like send me stuff and then i would say okay like i was already piecing it together in my head like as i'm working i'm like okay this track goes here and then we need something to kind of calm it down a little bit so i need something slow and like a little like kind of mon- kind of melodic low tempo whatever whatever okay then this is the part we're going to turn back up so i need you to you know what i mean like like that um but it's not we we worked it man if you could only see like just the notes and stuff like, even when we were getting an engineer just how we broke down like every track like okay this ad-lib has to go here and that doesn't sound good there like move that it was it was a crazy and i think that's Part of why it took so long is we really treated it like like an album, you know. What I mean, like I wanted this to be perfect, and I think this is the closest I've come to like a, a fully whole and complete like project front to back. Like, I'm really proud of it. Hey, Huck, the reason the reason I asked that was because that thing you kind of mentioned that kind of like flow throughout the project, like when it speeds up at certain points, then it just slows back down. And listening to it, there's there's a cl- I could really tell there was a clear focus to have those variances throughout the project. Yeah. Now, Mikey actually used to get, uh, I don't know if it was like frustration, but I used to like, he would really like send me, you know, like from a producer standpoint, you work hard on something and you send it to the artist and they're like, nah, that's not it. 
like, oh, man, like, yo, I just spent like four hours on this. But uh, yeah, no, nah, he was a good sport about everything. And I think, like, he even told me, he was like, yo, like, you're bringing out some of my best stuff ever. So it was like, we were really just pushing each other, like, the whole time. So how long was it from, I guess, from start to finish with you guys working together? <sighs> um, Let me see. So we started... I don't really know what to call the official start of the album because, like I said, at first he just sent me Supersonic, and I was just going to, like, drop that as, like, a single once I had finally got around to recording to it. And then at a certain point, I think it was around, like, September of last, like, September 30th-ish of last year, then I, like, I, because I DM'd him, and I actually posted that screenshot recently, but I DM'd him, and I was like, um, yo, like, nah, like, let's just do the whole tape, like I mentioned before. So then I think we finished sometime in, I want to say, like, May of this year. So, yeah, however long that is. And then I sat on it for a while and, you know, um, sent it to people. We reworked a lot of things, just trying to get it perfect. But, yeah, so however many months from September to, to May. That, that's, a, that's, a long, that's a long time. I can tell the um, time definitely paid off. Yeah, 100%. So... 100%. This is your debut album. This is your debut project like that. And listening to it, I can tell that there's a storyline throughout this. I can tell that there's kind of like, you, you wanted to tell a story with this project. Can you just tell me a little bit behind what story kind of inspired this, this album as a whole? Yeah. Um, so I feel like, <clears throat> I probably said this before uh, during the last interview, but I'm, I always want um, the music to be purposeful and I want it to be real. So, you know, most of the times when I'm writing, it's always like anecdotal like type of things. It's always real stories, real events, real people. Like, you know what I mean? I want to speak like from my life because I feel like I'm the I'm the expert on that. Like no one can tell my stories better than me. Um, so I feel like that was that was a big part of it. The inspiration for the album, honestly, was or just like that concept of still. I feel like people I feel like artists in general. Right. You either make music about the really high points or you make music about the really low points right yeah yeah you know it's either really triumphant music or it's kind of like depressed defeated but like you know you can still turn something ugly kind of like beautiful like that's what art is right mm -hmm. but no one really makes music about like what do you do in between those times you know what i mean yeah and that's yeah like hear me out so like that's that's kind of where the concept that still came from it's like you know you're not where you want to be right you're not where you were because it gets deeper i feel like i was in a super low point right mm -hmm. so then i had i came up out of that right but it's like okay now what do you do now like you it doesn't you don't immediately jump from your low point to like on top of the world right there's work that has to go into like getting to that point of where you want to be and that's what still is for me it's about persevering it's about getting up every day and going to work at your nine to five like you see what i'm saying it's about you know sacrifice like what would you do um you know to get where you want to be like would you you know would you rob somebody for it would you sell drugs for it, it really like explored i wanted to explore all those different things of like literally like the quote is like we're just still still staying alive still taking care of kids still you know going to school still going to work still paying bills you know what i mean like that's it's the soundtrack almost for like everyday life man like you're still grinding you're still waking up doing what you have got to do to be able to do what you want to do and that's where i feel like i'm at right now and so that's what i wanted to convey like with the album and i hope i hope 
that's like when you heard it, I hope that some of that kind of makes sense now because that's definitely what I was going for. But that was, I feel like, the underlying theme of the album. There's a couple of like other things, I guess, on top of it, but that was what I really wanted to like hit home was just that, you know, that everyday grind, that everyday perseverance that nobody like talks about or nobody like celebrates that part really, like in music, I feel like. It's either like I'm on top of the world, I'm driving the Mercedes, I'm doing that, or it's like, you know, oh, I was down bad and this, this, and that. You know what I mean? Like, there's no in-between. Wow, that, that, that's such a cool concept. And I mean, I, I didn't consciously think about it and pick up on it, but now that you mention it, like, I really connected with this, with this project, and it's mm-hmm. because what you just described is where I am in my life. It's kind of that, like, in-between. Yeah. And so many people are. There's so many times I- in your life you're like that. Right. And it's like, dang, where's the soundtrack for us? You know what I mean? Like we, we, we hear the wrist people make me or not. Let me not um, make it like it that simple. But you hear like artists that are established. Right. And artists who have made it. And you're hearing, you know, them tell about their stories. And there is a lot of struggle and stuff like that sometimes in that music. But I feel like you can't necessarily um, relate. Wale had a great line about that. He was like, I'm going to pray for him. Um, safe to say something 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 but essentially it was like my bank my bank statement can't relate to him like how do you reach somebody who you can't like can't see what life that you're living or can't like um that life that the lifestyle that you're living doesn't like necessarily resonate with them like how do you reach them but like someone who's on our you know level on our playing field it's like it makes perfect like you said it makes perfect sense because that's where you're at so you can relate to that Exactly. It's like you're you're coming from the sim- a similar place, so that music is able to resonate with you from like a different level. That's why sometimes it's a lot hard for artists when they get deeper in their career and they get those bank that crazy bank statements. Like, well, how do I connect with my core audience again? Exactly. Exactly. People love the hustle, man. They love the grind. They love the come up. You know what I mean? Well, because everyone's going through that, but yeah. hope, and you just hope you're one of those people that gets the yeah. bank statement that can't relate. <laughs> I guess so. In a weird way, yeah. Literally. Um, so throughout this project, you mentioned this to me that you have a couple quotations uh, from what "Snow on the Bluff" that Atlanta you called it an Atlanta cult classic. I guess <laughs> why why include those? What what was it about that movie that you wanted to include in your project? So the uh, that first um, and the, the movie itself is kind of satire, um, but I feel like that the clip that first clip the intro clip where it's like um we're just we, we're just still man we're just still like i mentioned before still staying alive still taking care of kids or whatever still strapped like that that quote itself honestly kind of like set off the whole idea of the album like i mentioned before like that quote was what made me like that that was the album title that was like my initial idea for like what i just described so um because that kind of started off the whole album, I definitely wanted to include that quote in there. And then, like, I went back and actually rewatched the movie and just found, like, certain clips and certain parts that I felt um, fit with, like, different moods of, like, the album. Like, there's one in the beginning, one at the interlude, and then one towards the end. So we kind of just structured it like that. I just wanted to place them at, like, key points in the album to kind of, like, bring you back to the whole, like, still concept and just... Okay. Just real simple, nothing, nothing. Uh, oh, just, just, wanted, just wanted to ask why that specific movie or anything. Uh, well, the, just because I like the the first clip, I think was the most important one, right? We're just building yeah. it. It fits so well with what I wanted to do that I wanted to have that one in there, and then the other ones was kind of just to make it like consistent a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, 
this this concept of still I'm, I'm as I'm thinking about it more it's it's like we said it's not 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 your highest point not your lowest point it's kind of that place in between right in making this album maybe just in life have you noticed is it difficult in order to not to stay in that middle ground and maybe not go to a lower point because you know you did mention your previous music was in a kind of a lower spot so my question is sometimes that monotony can get a little can get a little rough it's like day in and day out it's this it's still the same thing so right. I guess how do you maintain that staying in the middle and not dropping too low or even too high? Yeah, um, I don't think that. I don't think you get too high. Okay. I think out. Yeah, no, I, I would love to for, progress and, and get even higher than I am, you know. Now, obviously, um, well, I guess too high in the sense of maybe when you become out of touch with reality, but or like, or you're just um, not confidence, but you're not, you're just. I can't think of the word right now, but you're just over. You, you're too confident in yourself. You're too cocky, basically. Too cocky. Is my, my thing, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I definitely get that. Let me answer the first part though. Um, not because I, I have a lot of experience with going too low. Um, it's, it's difficult. It's difficult, and I actually don't even have just like a magic answer. You know, and I wish I did. But um, I think it's just every day, you know, making that decision that you don't want to go back to that place. You know what I mean? And then finding things either, you know, for me it's music, but just constructive outlets, man, to 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 make sure mentally, you know, everything that you do stems from like your mind. And that's why you have to like guarding your mind and your thoughts and stuff like that and, and not letting certain things like invade your spirit is so important. Um, and so I think it's just finding, like I said, those creative, of outlets to to put because you don't want to be idle you know that there's a difference between being still and, and and grinding towards something and working towards something every day and not necessarily seeing the exponential increase but seeing like you know i'm better than i was yesterday okay let me do better than i you know was today like tomorrow you know that type of just the small building i think because I think a lot of people, when you think of success or when, like, you know, when you watch artists on YouTube or whatever, or, you know, you watch their interviews or you see them, you know, like I mentioned before, like in the bins or in the, you know, whatever, whatever, you, you get a, um, a skewed, I think, viewpoint of like what success looks like. Because all we see is the people that are successful, but you don't necessarily see like, and I feel like it's a little cliche, but you don't necessarily like necessarily see what all they had to do to get to that point. Right. Um, and so I feel like just the day to day, like the little, you know, inch by inch until you until you hit a mile, like that's that's what it looks like, I feel like. Um, and so that's kind of what you have to do, I feel like, to keep from from falling back. Right. It's just progress. like every day, take one more step forward and zero steps back. And then eventually, like, you, you know, you you, you meet your end goal. Um, so yeah, I hope that answered the question. I feel like I started getting too No, no I, th I think you answered it and you, you brought up something kind of cool there. Yeah. Like, you yeah. like not, like not getting stuck. Cause as I'm thinking of the word still, there's so, there's so much variance in that word. Like mm -hmm. you could, you're still stuck here. You could right. view it from that point or you could say, I'm still working. Right. I'm still getting better. And it's, so there's a, in that one word, I feel like there's just so much up, up and down in range. Nah, that brings up an excellent point because there's there's even beauty and and um like like kind of what you're saying like when people think of the word word weight 
like that seems like a bad you know connotation to it like i don't want to wait i don't want to like be here forever i don't want but there's even beauty in just like resting you know what i mean just sitting back and being like you know I've done my part and now and just waiting to be like elevated and taken to that next level. But you have to do the groundwork. And that's why that's the I think the piece that separates, you know, kind of just sitting on your ass from, um, you know, just waiting for your moment. You know, you've done all the preparation. Now you're just waiting for for the opportunity to meet that Nip, uh, Nipsey Hussle had a great line about that um, opportunity meets preparation or something like that. Um, rest in peace, Nip. But yeah, like I think I think that's what it, I think that's the difference. Like there can be it can be you can be moving forward and 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 resting like and at the same time if that makes sense because you've I, done all the prep work. No, I get that because like you're 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 putting you're doing everything that you can, and once you have that, once you become at peace with that, you, you can't you can't expect anything else from anybody else. You have to only take care you know take care of what you can do, and then just whatever happens thought- happens. Yeah, and you wait. You wait on God to bless all the work that you put in. That's how I look at it. You know what I mean? You do. You do what you can in the natural, and then you wait for for all of that to manifest. You know the way that the way that it sh- should. Even when you look at, um, and that's kind of that brings me perfectly actually into talking about the um, the artwork for the album. Have you, do you have you seen the artwork? Yeah. That, yeah. Uh, that I- yeah, so it's like, you know, you got the, the tea set, you got the very calm, um, I think someone said like green or like earth tones or it's supposed to represent like very calming, very like balanced, um, yeah, whatever. Um, so you see like the, the scene in the woods, right, with the table and the, the tea set and the, the silverware and then you see um, uh, the alcohol bottle, which is a little bit like on the more like uh, ra- raunchy, like aggressive side, but it's like it's complete balance, right? Like I'm mean, sitting in the woods, teacup in the hand, very calm, very tranquil. That's kind of like the other piece of it that I wanted to bring out um, in the artwork: the concept of still, the concept of being able to rest and wait to to be taken to that next level because you've done all the stuff that you had to do. So that's actually, I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah, I was actually just looking at it right there, and the, the dark, the dark green. It's a, it's a funny color because in one way it looks aggressive, like you said, but in all, another way it also is kind of peaceful. You know, it, it kind of has that duality to it. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So, you sent me the video for Supersonic. I'm not sure when you're going to be releasing that one, but I wanted to just ask a quick question about that. Yeah. Um, because watching, I was, I really, really enjoyed it, and the thing I thought was just so interesting. I texted this to you was the use of the color red in that. Can you just, why did you want to emphasize that color specifically? So I won't say, I'd love to take credit for that. I won't say like red specifically was something that I envisioned. So shout out Creed, um, the dude who shot, directed, edited, all of that. Um, Cause he really brought that element out. What I really wanted and whatever, whenever the video drops, you know, everybody who's watching this will, will be able to see, but what I really wanted is for the concept of the song Supersonic, right? It's like, it's it's almost being um, not ostracized. It's like being set apart, right? From, from the rest of like your peers or society in general, right? Because you have this vision that you wanna see through, but it's an uncommon goal, right? Not everyone, like most people in life don't wanna like, make it bigger as an artist or like really have this love for music to the point where like you would drop out of school for it, you would quit your job for it, you would uproot your life for it. Like that's not necessarily a common thing. Like you really have to be like 
almost addicted to like the work that you put it in and, and really like addicted to like and really love like music I feel like to do what it is that we do you know me and people like me and so I feel like that's what I wanted to bring out in Supersonic was just that idea of being in society but kind of being set apart because of like what it because what your goals and your aspirations are so the whole the whole video was supposed to be like a dream like I have a line in there almost that says um I was in a daze my discernment's in a different place it was it was supposed to like um you ever seen like uh the clips where it'll be like a person and then everyone's like like a person in the in the foreground and then everyone's like either moving past them or their environment is like really like hazy and like mm-hmm. but they're just right there still standing in the middle like un, untouched but every everything either by them is going like super fast or super slow or something like that that's kind of like the idea the concept behind the video is that it's being present but like mentally like being way off in the distance so the red um was really just there to to create a sense of like okay this isn't necessarily real or this isn't like everyone else's reality right because all those trees and stuff in real life they were green they were like you know green brown it's like regular fall colors but like when he took the red and made like everything you know um very dramatized or like dramatic or whatever dramatic environment dramatic effects it was kind of like to um evoke that feeling I said before being present but not necessarily like being there if that makes sense so that's why you even kind of see like the blurred effects and then like the you know me dancing on the hill and you can see like the little clones of me like popping it's all yeah it was all supposed to be like super um like like I said dramatized or like over dramatic or um yeah, like large, I forget the word for that, but like larger than life type of type of deal. And then when I wake up in the park at the end, you're like, oh, wait, OK, like the grass is really green, like the, he's wearing it. You know what I mean? That, that type of that type of deal. So, yeah. Uh, well, I, I that the whole cloning scene, I love that part where you were just jumping around. I was like, what? How did you do that? That was looked really, really cool. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> snapped on that part. That was one of that was my favorite part for sure. For um, sure. But I think this the thing you mentioned where like, you know, someone's standing in the foreground and people are going by them. I kinda picture mm-hmm. like, you know, one of those scenes from like a movie that like takes place in New York or like in a city when they're like on a sidewalk and then you mentioned how everybody doesn't under, doesn't understand how you could in your case love music so much that you would drop out of school, do all these things and give up everything. It's almost like that idea of a person standing in the foreground with people going by is like everyone's going in different directions and you're yeah. just still trying to like you're still in this spot and st- dreaming about what direction you could take right and i and i i really feel like no nah, that was actually very spot on and for me I, I i remember the emotions of just like being in school um at tech and really just feeling like not necessarily misunderstood but like when i think back to like the things we did i'm just like yo like no one else like was moving like this like no one else like would skip class or like damn near skip a test to go like perform at like an open mic or like to go open up for like an artist at like masquerade or something like we really believed like so heavily in what we were doing that like we like we prioritize it like over everything you know what I mean? and that's kind of what i meant about like the whole the, like uncommon goal thing i really feel like 
You know what I mean? Like, no one could have told me that I wouldn't have blew up in, like, 2015, like, 26, you know what I mean? Just from the way that we were, like, so heavily engaged. And, like, the belief, I think, is the biggest thing, just the belief in what we were doing and, like, what we could accomplish, you know? Sometimes I miss that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, nah, excellent analysis, as always. <laughs> so you have this you have this project. It's a, it's a bad, It's coming out. We're doing this on Monday. It's coming out on Wednesday. I like that release date, by the way. Don't get lost on Fridays. Exactly. <laughs> just, just how are you feeling with you this de- with this debut project, just coming out? How overall, what's your feeling? I want to say, like, don't get me wrong. I'm definitely excited. Um, I'm definitely excited for people to hear. Of course, I think because I've had it so long personally. Like I said, we've been working on it since last year, September. You know, at the latest, and then you know to finish it. Um, like however many months, like five months ago or however long it's been, I've heard it so much. I'm like, oh man, like, you know what I mean? Like this is, uh, this is old to me now, you know? And I think that's how it should feel. Like I'm already working on like my next project, you know, and I'm, I'm putting that together and, you know, right into that and stuff like that. So it's like excitement, but also it's kind of just like, okay, like let's get it over with. You know what I mean? Like I've held it so long. Like I, you know, promised people the album's coming, the album's coming. You know, I felt like the boy crying wolf or whatever. But so yeah, I'm just, I'm just ready to get it out, man, and and, and have people listen to it and you know, see where it goes, man. Really push it and, uh, I, I, dude, I, I really think this is. I mean, after every project, you you say this is the one, but like. This this is the music is so good, bro, and I just feel like it's with with this album specifically, it's undeniable. Just like the it's it's too good to like I I guess like be slept on. So we'll see what happens, but I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for it just to have it out. I mean, this from my just listening to it from my perspective, I listened to it a couple times. It's 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 really really good, man. I I think you did an awesome job on this. I had to just give you that compliment. I appreciate that, dude. That's love. That's love. So. Thank you so much for doing this, man. Nah, thank you, bro. Like every every time, every time I drop something, bro, I want to have these conversations because I feel like you make me look at like you know something that I created, you know, for a long time. You make me look at it different, and you have different perspectives like every single time. So I appreciate these these uh, these conversations, man. Always. Again, just a big, big thank you to AJ for coming on to the podcast. It's always so fun having him on. Remember, go down into the show notes on whatever platform you're on and check out that link to listen to Still the Album if you haven't already, because it is so, so good. Uh, Definitely one of my favorite, personal favorite projects of this year. I don't say that lightly, so I highly recommend that. And also a link down there to go follow AJ so you can keep up to date on all the stuff that he is up to. And with that, That'll wrap it up for this episode of Anything Goes. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to rate and subscribe to this podcast on your favorite platforms. New episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. For more episodes and for my other podcasts, go to jacksonneilpodcasts.com. That's the go-to spot for everything that I publish. Also, if you're a big fan of the show, maybe consider becoming a subscriber on Patreon. There, for just a couple dollars a month or even a buck a month, you can get access to really cool bonus content from my podcasts here. Don't have any bonus content from AJ today, but I have some bonus content for some other interviews I've done. So you go over to the one of the links down in the in the show notes. I promise it's down there. A lot of links down there, and uh, you can check out some sample bonus content. See if that's something you're interested in. Uh, you know, I'd write, produce, record, do all these things for these podcasts myself as a full-time college student. So any little bit of support really, really does go a long way. If you want to stay up to date on everything I'm doing. 
You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at JacksonNeil20. Today's music is by Analog by Nature with their song CDK Sunday. Thanks again for listening. I'll see you all next time.